Corona Chronicle Session 6 with Paul Callahan from Southern New Hampshire. Uh, Paul is a pretty well-respected chef out in that area. He's worked in some of the, he's managed some of the best kitchens in the North shore. Uh, he's got this incredible project he's undertaking right now that I believe is going to make him famous someday. You'll hear more about it when we uh, start the interview, but some really great things came from this conversation. First and foremost, uh, where are you going to send all of your employees? Uh, well, the farms are hiring right now. Uh, farmers need help and uh, spread the word about how these farmers need to get their product out there. Talk to your community, uh, the, the, you know, the people in your community to let them know to, you know, the, the grocery stores are, are, you know, just decimated right now. Uh, farmers have food. They're looking to sell it. Please send people to the farmers because their major clients are now uh, out of business. So, yeah pretty obvious there. Uh, what opportunities are going to come from this is something that we talked about. So yeah, there's a lot of stress. Yeah, there's mayhem right now. But the question you need to be asking yourself is what opportunities will come from this and create opportunities. Use this new landscape to do things that weren't possible before um, using your time, uh, bartering your time now uh, to develop relationships to help you get out of this when things start to turn around using pop-ups uh, or pop-up farmers markets, which I think is really cool. Um, and then also just the, the conversation of pop-ups in general. Uh, we, we start discussing a little bit of what will the industry look like when we're done? Is there going to be more smaller restaurants? Is that, is, is that what's going to come from the aftermath, which I think is a really friggin' awesome thing if that's the case. Uh, so it's really interesting. Uh, so Paul Callahan, here he is. Great guy, great heart, great, just everything you'll love him here he is chef paul callahan my man um this is typically where i ask my guests are you feeling unstoppable but i think what i'm going to say is are you feeling unstoppable uh questioning tone (laughs) (laughs) how are you man uh well, the business never stops, so uh, you're always doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, to, give, to kind of give my listeners a little idea, Paul Callahan uh, has been on my show. When you're on my show, you're working with a company called uh, Number 8 Kitchen or Kitchen Number 8 or Nate 8. What was it called? You remember? You must remember. You, yeah, number eight, uh, yeah, Number 8 Kitchen. And then you, you, yeah, and then you went on to uh, work with um, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, the Bro- yep, Aswell uh, Restaurant Group. Yep, Nancy. Uh, Batista Caswell, she was another past guest on the show. And really what I'm trying to do right now is go back to my network, go back to leaders, go back to people I know have good hearts. That's you, Chef Callahan, uh, to kind of get an idea of where you're at, what you're doing to stay busy, what you're doing to, to serve the industry. So where are you, man? Like what, what's going on? How are you? Take us through what the last 48 hours of four days have looked like for Chef Callahan. Um, well, it's been crazy. Um, you know, where we are in New Hampshire, we're situated pretty much on the, on the mass border. So we have uh, two states to worry about because uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of cooks come from either New Hampshire or actually three states, Maine too. So I've, I've had cooks come from Maine out of works in mass. Yeah. We're jammed. Um, we're all jammed together up there in the Northeast, aren't we? Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> very interesting because uh, everyone's dealing with it differently. It's dependent on the state. Um, so mass was the first to close. Uh, second, well, we just found out yesterday right around six o'clock, I think, uh, but New Hampshire was, uh, you know, restaurants are being forced to close. And then I'm sure Maine will probably uh, follow suit. Um, so I just literally checked in with, um, not just my, um, employers, but previous employers as well, uh, to see how they were doing, um, what they were doing as in like, uh, just trying to find out where the owners were, um, taking them, were they going to be able to let them go? Are they going to collect unemployment? 
Um, so it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, um, well, get into that a little bit. Like, what's the general um, the general census? Um, employees, mental health. How how are people doing? Are people freaking out? Like, what? Do you, how are you communicating to them? How should we be communicating to our our past and current employees? What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, no, everyone's scared. It's just like the unknown. I think what people are just not sure of is the, uh, the longevity of it. You know, is it a, a two week thing? Is it a two month thing? Yeah. Nobody month? knows. And, and like, that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's the thing. There's no answer right now. I think the thing is the plan for best case or worst case scenario, you know, plan for worst case scenario and hope that something good comes sooner, you know? Yeah. And something I've been trying to figure out myself is, um, this, and wasn't one of the reasons I contacted so many uh, past employees last night was, um, and I'm just gonna, I'm trying, I was trying to get a consensus of like, again, the ownership of like, are they, are they being brought back as like cooks again, or are they, um, are the owners just going to open up with just the management team that they already have salary, so they're already paying. Uh, so are those cooks going to be now trying to find other jobs elsewhere, or are they going to be, so that's kind of like where I was looking at it. So it's, um, I'm really intrigued by that situation of like, where do those like non-management people end up? Um, and the consensus I've got was they, they, they don't, they don't know. They weren't. Told. Yeah. And that's kind of, um, that's it's, stressful. it's really, uh, really sad. Yeah, man. So, um, one thing, uh, I mean, I don't, I, I would like to talk more about this. I just, I just honestly don't know what to tell people other than uh, plan for worst case scenario. Um, you know, assume that, this might not be an option. This this vertical, the hospitality industry, food and beverage, might not be an option indefinitely. So what's what's the next plan? So you know, assume that it's not going to come back right away. Start making moves now to have a you know a, con- a contingency plan uh, in case this doesn't recover yep. soon. And um, hopefully things do recover quicker than um, you know, or no no longer than two weeks, like people are saying. Hopefully. Um, so yeah. So uh one thing you're doing I think is really interesting. Um you were, you know, you you had left um Seiya and Brian uh to focus on your own thing. I don't want to put origin what was going yep. on. Uh yeah, to focus on my thing, you know, you can go past 4 years. I've been slowly building my own place. Mm-hmm. Uh but I've actually got a lot of uh, great momentum going and um so I uh put I've been putting a lot of my energy there. Um and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit more of a plug. What you're doing in New Hampshire, in Brentwood, New Hampshire, or is it Epping or Brentwood? You're on the line. It's Brentwood, yeah. Brentwood, New Hampshire. You're you're basically uh, you found this this old farm home. You you've stripped it completely, and you're building it back um, from the frames up. Basically, uh, you're going to have a whole. And when this was your vision a few years ago when we first started working on it. Your vision was to have a, a restaurant where everything that's going to be on the menu comes from that property or with certain purveyors yep. that you're currently working with right now that are like mushroom harvesters and stuff like stuff like that foragers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So pretty much 95% uh, self sustainable. Yeah. Um, and the, there is uh, that there would be no commercial kitchen. Everything would be cooked out of the old uh, hearth fireplaces. It's like that classic colonial center chimney beehive oven. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's so quite it's the like, endeavor you've taken on the, the endeavor you've taken on. Um, in, uh, yeah, the fire department, they really don't like me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. They're, so, they're scratching their heads and even the health department, but it, it is what it is. Uh, 
uh, it's going to happen, but it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's just a lot of moving. Parts. So how close <laughs> were you? Um, what was the projection of uh, you're leaving? Say, uh, you're leaving Brian, which FYI, for those who aren't familiar with the, the Northeast, uh, the North shore of Massachusetts, like those are probably two of the most well-respected restaurants in the North shore. So we're talking to uh, a seasoned industry pro right now. Um, what, what, when were you hoping to open your, your dream restaurant, your, your farmhouse? Uh, it was probably going to be within a year. Um, I've had, uh, yeah, so I figured I I needed to save some money. Um, so I've been um, doing the work myself. So I just uh, was in the process of uh, framing. Um, I kind of uh, um, barred a wedding on my facility for some plumbing. So I brought the plumber in. So um, Was that the wedding I volunteered for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so awesome. that was kind of a trade-off back then. Um, and the barter system has been, uh, it's been very generous. You know, it's, um, it's a way to go. Yeah, man. That's the way things used to be. It's all about relationships, right? Um, so do you think this is going to really hurt your, your plan to getting open or are you going to, uh, postpone it? Is it, is it possible that because of this, it could expedite your path? Um, with people losing jobs, with restaurants closing, and there being a surplus of passionate industry people looking for a vertical, could you recruit? Could this be a, a, an opportunity for you? Is that a stretch? Uh, no, I think it's uh, I think it's a great opportunity. And um, something I was just talking to a colleague, uh, Chef the other day, when as you know, this was all going down, is what is this really going to look like on the back end? Like, how disrupt is the industry going to be? what is it, what is the model going to be like? Like, you know, now we see all the takeout delivery stuff, you know, is it going to be more of that? Like, how does this, how does it shape up? And I think with, um, uh, what's happening and what people are realizing is that their overhead, you know, the, their cooks, the, all the, the labor that comes with opening and running the restaurant is just, it's, it's, you know, it's giant. And I believe that you'll see, um, the 20 seaters, the 30 seaters, that be where people go, where they have a chef or front one in front of the house, uh, maybe a dishwasher that does kind of like, you know, cooks, preps, helps plate, uh, kind of that, in that, that general facility. Cause you can still make a profit. And, um, I think it's going to be much more small scale restaurants because the people that are going to survive are going to be your, your guy Furies, those kind of large, you know, places that are just taking over Boston. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how this shapes out at the end. Yeah. So one thing that you're doing right now, um, because, uh, your project's kind of on hold, um, well, you can still work on building out and doing stuff, right? You're, you're oh, really yeah, not no. limited to the progress that you can make. So, you, you know, you're kind of, it's, it's kind of business as it was. Were, were you working in a restaurant right now or just building out your own restaurant? I know you, you, you mentioned now you're working with a forager kind of talk about that transition and how you found yourself doing this yeah so you know everyone's um you know the front line is the the restaurants you know everyone's you know talking about the restaurants and what's happening with restaurants and the servers and the cooks and the bartenders um but then there's a trickle down you know like um especially up here in the northeast um we get a lot of our um goods from farmers so um you know mushroom guys we have uh, people that you know raise animals you know chickens so um, I noticed the other day, right around the corner, um, a lady um, had a ton of spinach that she was ready to you know, bring to restaurants, and she didn't. Uh, so we kind of, uh, it's kind of like weird collective uh, agreement that we, it's like almost like telepathic what's happening up here is um, 
we're kind of like the what I'm doing is I figured like the next need was where's those vendors? You know, where do they put their product? How do they not lose their product? Um, so what what she started doing was these pop up farmers markets because we can't have farmers markets anymore. Um, and what I decided was, you know, I have uh, with my expertise in the kitchen, I can turn, you know, I got I know X, Y, and Z. So I uh, reached out to my mushroom grower. Uh, who have a long-standing relationship with, and I've been servicing up my time with him um, because, you know, his thing is that they, he has, you know, he's already started growing mushrooms months ago for now. You know what I mean? So he can't, he just can't stop production. So yeah. they're coming I mean, they're growing. Um, and he just got done putting a commercial kitchen in um, where he was trying to find avenues in order to uh, displace his byproducts. Um, so him and I, get, him and I brainstormed, um, that I would help him um, with labor that maybe in the back end uh, when it's all clear is that uh, he can give me a smaller percentage of, you know, our per pound charge on mushrooms. So if I was paying $15, maybe be uh, $12, whatever it is. Um, but I, I was, it was my way to give back to the, to the community and the people that you know, make the industries and make the restaurants go. Um, so um, I've been helping him, so we've been trying to figure out what to do with all these mushrooms, you know? Um, so we uh, put in a process together of dehydrating, um, turning um, mushrooms into stock. Um, we just started building a new grow room for him, um, even though uh, it's not what he kind of needs right now, but um, it's just a process that we're trying to figure out. And uh, he's also doing pop-up um, farmer's markets. Him and I just got done doing a, a grow room dinner uh, so we set up a uh, Eventbrite page. We did 20 people because um, it was a commercial kitchen. It was awesome. It was right inside the grow rooms or the mushrooms. And that was one way to uh, generate revenue for them. So some of the, some of the things I need to ask you, Paul, as you're kind of sharing, first of all, I think what you're doing is great. Um, there's so many verticals through which we can choose to deposit our excess energy. You know, now that absolutely, so there's, there's things we can do to help those uh, who are still closely tied to the restaurant industry, who still have product to push, whether it's helping create uh, awareness around these, uh, these farmers and what they have to the general public, because now, I mean, the grocery stores are ravaged, you know, so you might as well support your local farmers and your, your, your growers. Right. Um, so that's one thing. Sure. But I'm curious, uh, I mean, the, the, the government's trying to encourage us to do the social isolation. Are you, do you think you're kind of fighting against the grain by hosting these, these pop-ups and these events? Is that kind of counter, um, productive? Is that something that you've been fought with? Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, they have, you know, they say, you know, whatever it is, 50 people. Um, but no, we're, I mean, we just had one this past weekend. Um, but we, we've already had them planned out. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it's great personally. Like I, I think that, um, I mean the government, like, I think this is like, I've been pushing pop pop-ups for the past four or five years now, the significance of pop-ups over doing pop-ups over food trucks or, you know, farmers markets is starting with pop-ups is in my opinion, the best place to get started. So, if if you're somebody who was looking to open a restaurant and you're looking at brick and mortars and that's not happening, I say still do what you were doing. There's a massive market that's being underserved right now. Uh, host at home dinner parties. Maybe I might be getting in trouble or maybe this is counterproductive if we're trying to socially isolate, but I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of torn there. What are your thoughts? No, I didn't go for it. Yeah. Um, Cause like I said, I think again, 
the back end of what does this look like? So I think what you're going to be seeing is like how do people, chefs, create revenue? And I think you're exactly on point with that. It will be these smaller dinners, these type of pop-ups. And then what does that look like in the back end? Like, do they, you know, where do they end up themselves? So uh, I think it's going to be the smaller um, ventures that people will need to find and land at. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of good. I mean, um, I think it's good. Interesting. Um, so what are, what are the big takeaways? What are the things that you want to make sure that, you know, as a, a leader in the North shore in New Hampshire, uh, within the, uh, culinary community, what, what are the, the big things you want to communicate to the people listening today? Um, that, you know, again, for me, it's my vendors. Uh, I work so just closely with them. Just, you know, make sure that, uh, we don't forget them. Um, if there's any way, like if you have an extra staff that can go and help, you know, harvest carrots or, uh, go schlep stuff to a pig or, you know, just make sure like they're taken care of as well. Mm. Um, you know, every, all the focus right now is on the, the restaurants, but what about these small restaurants that are crucial and vital to these micro vendors, you know, that are supplying, um, most they're living off mostly their business with restaurants. Like that's massive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I sorry today I was talking to mushrooms this morning and um hey, I, I saw um I saw what he brought out last week and the week prior and then what got delivered today and it would blow your mind. Yeah. Just how dra- just how drastic of a change it was. Yeah, absolutely. Man, well, um, I don't want to cut you short, but if there's anything else you want to get out there, any last thoughts, now's the time. And uh, I, I just can't say thank you enough for uh, getting, um, you know, squeezing me into your schedule last second like this. No, just stay, uh, stay positive. I mean, um, just stay connected. Like I said, just reach out uh, to old cooks, um, cooks that just left, um, you know, past management. Just, just check in and see how they're doing um, if they need anything. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we have a survival mode as chefs. You know, we we can turn shit into gold. So, uh, that's kind of like what we do on a daily basis. So, um, we're going to be good. Not good in that regard, but it's just, you know, making sure that we're all just taken care of and just staying positive. I love it, man. Um, thank you again so much. Um, I'm just trying to, to get thoughts out there to share situations, to give perspective. And, uh, you're definitely worth the, the 15 minute, 16 minute chat. I appreciate you and stay, stay well, man. Uh, good luck with everything. You too, bud. Thank you. You too. All right. What did I say? Pretty awesome dude, right? Some cool perspective, uh, positive energy from today's conversation. Uh, the big takeaways, I think, obviously, is just looking to your farmers, seeing where they need help, seeing how you can be of service to them, uh, using your time to barter, uh, you know, bartering your time for uh, favors in the future, uh, using your special skills to help farmers out right now. They got all this product. How can you help them make their product uh, into something that they can sell later for, uh, Paul, they're making mushrooms, a stock right now. I think that was a pretty creative way to help these farmers out and to, you know, use the skills that we have. And then lastly, getting creative with pop-ups. I think pop-ups are going to be saviors through this, these hard times, small, local, isolated pop-ups. Imagine you, you know, you're doing dinner, you, uh, you, you charge $50 a head and you get 10 people to come over. You can make a decent amount of money and you, enough to keep the the lights on, right? So get creative. Um, there's opportunities out there. 
we can get through this uh, and you can help me get through this. I've been busting my ass the past couple of days trying to record uh, as many interviews as possible to get perspective, to get knowledge. Uh, we've recorded, I think, uh, I think I've recorded almost eight or nine interviews in the past 20 hours. So um, they're going to be rolling out over the next couple of days. Uh, I'm, I'm recording so much, uh, you know, the time that goes into setting up these interviews, the time that goes into recording and then editing and then uh, publishing. Uh, I, I could use some help spreading the word. If, if you guys are trying to find a way to, um, you know, make an impact into to serve uh you know if you have newfound time if you're in the restaurant industry and you find yourself with new time uh, and you're looking for a way to spend that time put this uh corona chronicle in front of every platform that's out there uh help me spread the word about this resource i'm going to be trying to publish at least three to five interviews a day uh trying to keep you guys up to date and motivated and inspired and let you know you're not alone and just bring the, the industry together that's the mission here so Any help you can offer, I'll take it and thank you in advance. All right, that's it for now. I'll talk to you in a few hours. Peace.